In today's show, we've got news about you can now join Captain Minnie and Goofy in a new musical adventure on board the Disney Wish, new dining options coming to Disney's Boardwalk, headline news, meetups, trivia, and so much more all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks podcast. Before we get too far into the show, we have to give a shout out to our good friends and sponsor, Destination to Travel. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel and get in touch with our good friends at Destinations to Travel. It doesn't matter what kind of trip you're willing to go on, cruise, Disney, Disneyland, Disney World, anywhere you want to go around the world, as long as you're able to in this day and age, Destinations to Travel can get you there. Now, I know a lot of people like to do their own planning, and that's cool, but these folks will help you in any way that you need and give you the the latitude to do whatever you want to do, but it doesn't cost you a dime. So why wouldn't you? So reach out to our friends at Destinations of Travel, hook up with them, let them show you how they can save you time, money, and frustration and protect you when you're traveling because it's horrible to be in a situation where you need some help and don't have anyone to go to. So go over to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel and get in touch with our good friends and sponsors, Destinations to Travel. Well, all right. How you doing, Savannah? Tony? Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. What fun Disney things did you do with any? We okay. So, for many of you that probably don't follow my personal Facebook page, uh, we got a new family member <clears throat> last year. About this time, we lost Harley, who was our beagle, and um, we had been. We took. We were just. We were hurting for a long time because um, it was my wife's dog, and so. About, I don't know, four or five months ago, we just kind of started looking, wanting another dog. We just, you know, we feel like three is a good number, depending on the sizes of the dogs, of course. And um, my wife wanted a small dog. And now, she so now you dog. have extra large, large, and tiny. <laughs> no, we have small, medium, and large. Blue <laughs> is not that big in the dog world. You put blue next to a bull mastiff, and blue's going to look like a puppy. Mm-hmm. Right. He's big. He's a he's a bully XL, but he's he's only a hundred pounds. Mm. And their dogs walk around this neighborhood. They're 120, 140. Mm. Uh, <laughs> just blue looks like he's you know weightlifter, and he's never missed leg or back day. But we got this little uh, rat, and uh, he is adorable. His name is Milo. So we are kind of keeping the Disney theme. Mm-hmm. So Milo and Otis, mm-hmm. uh, but Milo was the cat, which is weird. But uh, he's been he's been great, and he's been does great. He purr? Uh, no, uh, but he does whine like a anyway. So um, <laughs> he's been great for the other dogs. He's been great for us. The neighborhood's starting to meet him. They're all falling in love with him. So that's that's all we did this weekend. I mean. Mm. Not to wuss out, but this was also the last weekend that my wife has until she's got, she started today, 13 straight days Wow! in the office every day, wow. 13 days. So wow. 
we spent last weekend doing very life, little. Life is going back to normal <laughs> for her. Just this season, yeah. It's a busy season. Yeah, good. <laughs> so, you know, everybody's talking about how bad COVID is. I'm like, not in my world, it ain't. Yeah. So, how about you? What was your weekend like? Uh, let's see. Didn't do really anything on Saturday. Uh, and then Sunday, the only thing we really Disney did was uh, we went to Sebastian's over at Caribbean Beach. Um, yeah. They flipped their menu to a price-fixed three-course meal now. And I have to say, extremely cheap. Really? Uh, yes, I'm using Disney and cheap in the same sentence. Now, is their whole menu just price fix? You can't yes. go in and say, I want a this and a this and a no. this. It's all price fix. It is. It's price fix, period, and a story. So for two adults. Dose. Dose adultos. Three course. Yeah. It was $58. For two people? For two people. gum. Yeah. That ain't bad. And you had three courses. Yes. And drinks? No, I had a drink, yes. But just the food, the two, three courses, okay. was $58. Wow, that's great. That's sick. I was like, is this right? Well, yeah, that was before my discount, before my pass holder discount. Nice. Yeah. Uh yeah. the food is good. So you got you got this thing, it was a necklace salad. Uh don't ask me. D- don't ask. <laughs> just <laughs> just leave it there and just up. walk away. I'm not touching it. I'm walking away. Walk away. It was kale and something and a lemon or lime uh lime vinaigrette. Uh okay. it was okay. Uh, kale is not my favorite salad yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh then had some really good rolls with uh, onion jam and uh, I can't think of the butter. It was a kind of a enhanced butter. Macadamia um, What? Macadamia nut? No, something else. I can't. Like a honey butter, I think. All right, I'll take it. Um, and then the platter was uh, shredded pork. Mm. Uh it was skirt steak, but we opted out of skirt steak and got uh, impossible kebabs. And it was uh, moho chicken. Nice. Um, the impossible kebabs were our favorite thing on the menu. I was like, oh, my God, these are delicious. And uh, the pork was good. Uh, and the chicken was on the bone. I'm not a big fan of trying to. You know, prime my meat off a bone. Um, but it tasted good. It tasted good. Then you got three vegetables. You had a uh, vegetable curry, uh, cilantro rice, and mm. uh, broccolini. Nice. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. And then you had a pineapple cake with uh, vanilla bean ice cream and homemade caramel sauce. Dude. To pour nice. on top. Yeah. 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 yeah it was quite tasty. Quite good. You know. Not bad. Yeah. So that means that means if uh it's like twenty seven dollars a person, twenty yeah, twenty eight bucks a person. Yeah, twenty eight bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Ben. Yeah. I mean we were full when we left. It wasn't like oh and I think you could have had more. Like if you wanted more of the the pork, you could have had more of the pork, but you know, we didn't need anything more. 
all you care to enjoy. <laughs> yeah, all you care to enjoy, but uh, we don't need to enjoy anymore. We were fine. That's great. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll make a resi over there. That that would yeah. be fun since they've yeah. changed. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Excellent. Very good. Excellent. Um, hey, for those of you who are um, Patreons, you probably have already heard it, but we talk a little bit about in the Disney Plus show. We talk a little bit about Turning Red. I know there's been a little bit of a controversy about that movie uh much ado about very little um but if you're interested in our thoughts you can go check that out join us on be a patreon member we'd love to have you over there we talk about that and some other stuff that's going on but uh yeah that's that's pretty much all we did we watched turning red that's yeah. literally all we did. We had friends over and they're like well let's watch turning red i'm like okay and um that's all we did really i mean we well outside of the puppy yeah we um we did something really is the puppy potty yeah. trained puppy is 90 percent potty trained oh good yeah good. and his brother and sister have helped with that mainly blue the big the big boy because mm. he wants to do all the things that blue's doing because blue's cool oh so you know blue goes outside little man goes outside blue peas little man peas blue does what blue does little man does what blue does mm. And um, so it's been very good. And then good. Casey, for those of you who don't know, Casey was a bait dog. We rescued her. She was a bait dog. So you, you've seen Casey in blue kind of yeah. a little Fight. sideways. So I think it was like Friday night. We let them all just run around for the first time. We, mm. we got them on Tuesday. First time we let them run around and play. I know this is not pet talk, but just go with me. This is my life. I love you guys. Um. So Casey and the little puppy were be bopping around and for a half hour they like played like puppies and like Casey was like Casey would get a little too hardcore. Mm. Um, you know, I was about to say something and the little one just like barked and then she backed off and then like, you know, she never growled at him. Mm. And it's great. It's really good. Yeah. So it's been it's been good. It's been good to have a third one. Because we were, we were missing Harley, and it's it's been pretty good. Mm. All right, cool. Welcome to Pet Talk, everybody. What's uh, what's your favorite dog? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mine is the Bichon Frise. Uh, anyway, I'm more of a uh, lab. You know, <laughs> you're a lab guy. Yeah, that's not shocking. <laughs> um, all right, anything else you want to talk about? No. Well, then uh, let's get into <gasps> the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. All right, everybody. Did you know that uh, this summer, Disney Cruise Line will welcome the very first guests aboard their newest ship, the Disney Wish? What? Uh, they pushed that back, but apparently they're still going to pull the trigger on this summer. Mm. Uh, after the first day spent exploring the ship, the guests will then head to the beautiful Walt Disney Theater to see an original musical spectacular called Disney Sees the Adventure. Normally, when Disney names stuff, it's like Disney Sees colon the adventure. Yeah. This actually reads like Disney Sees the Adventure, but the Sees is S-E-A-S. Right. Where the show will begin with Captain Minnie Mouse handing over the helm to their friend Goofy, leaving him a little unsure about the responsibility. 
And if you've ever seen how this plays out, you know it's going to go wrong because Goofy's in charge. With the help of some familiar friends, uh, Goofy will embark on a musical voyage into favorite Disney and Pixar stories with the journey to discover his own inner captain with an impressive roster of beloved characters, a full lineup of renowned Disney songs, and a first-of-its-kind finale. That didn't work. This show is sure to be a sensational way to kick off your Disney wish vacation. Early in his adventure, Disney will uh, Disney Goofy will learn the power of hard work to make his dreams come true, and he meets Tiana during a lively performance of "Almost There" from Walt Disney Animation Studios' "The Princess and the Frog." The show's grand finale will feature a say with me now, Tony Cavalcade. What? I know, a cavalcade of characters joining Captain Minnie and Goofy on stage. But rather than bidding the audience farewell, these favorite Disney friends will lead guests out of the theater and into the Grand Hall for an unforgettable send-off experience like uh, nothing else you've ever seen before. <laughs> so basically, they figured out a way to leave you happy and get your butts out of the theater. Very nice. And this is all just a very small taste of the magic in store for you during this one-of-a-kind theater uh, theatrical adventure. Other musical numbers include a high-energy production of Go the Flow. Go, go. uh, Isn't that the song that Crush sings? I don't know. Go with the flow. Anyway. Maybe. From Finding Nemo, the musical, that's where that's going to go. So apparently we're not going to get crushed anymore. Uh, A powerful medley of Let It Go, How Far I'll Go, Touched by the Go, and Aljon Go. Wait, no, that's not right. (laughs) Uh, Let It Go, How Far I'll Go, and Touch the Sky, performed by Disney heroines Elsa, Moana, and Merida, Hmm. and a bold rendition of Go the Distance with Hercules and a host of heroes from a variety of Disney films. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. That movie is so old. How do kids remember that song outside of Disney parks? They don't. They don't. It's a great song. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great movie, but yeah. Good Lord have mercy. It'd be irrelevant to this audience. They'd be watching this. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's good for the adults. Everybody else, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, you know, the boardwalk is getting a pretty interesting makeover. Uh, yeah. And I, yeah, I, I think some of this is because ESPN uh, restaurants not coming back. Mm. Um, yeah. So Disney is gearing up to make a seaside splash at the boardwalk over the next few years. Uh, they will bring, be bringing new enhancements and offerings. Uh, to life along this beloved uh, turn-of-the-century promenade uh, from a charming new lobby design and nearby coffee bar to delectable dining options. Uh, Also refreshed guest rooms and other special touches. Sterling is not going to get rid of the bar. I will... Can I confirm or deny that yet? Yeah. Uh, Waterside Strolls will be extra special with the storybook Sweet Treats and Dreamy Desserts at the new The Cake Bake Shop by Gwendolyn Rogers. I had to look her up to find out who she is, and it's nobody important. Is that Captain America's sister? I think so. 
this will be a new table service restaurant and bakery that is sure to delight. It expected to open in 2023. Uh, the restaurant will offer both savory and and dessert menus, along with afternoon tea service with a whimsical atmosphere that complements the magic and the idyllic charm of Disney's boardwalks. Yes, we know and love. And with this new sweet spot opening up on the horizon, the Boardwalk Bakery will now become a sandwich shop. Nice. So if you want your sweets, you're going to have to go to the Cake Bake Shop. <laughs> to walk a little further. From the image I saw, it's going to be part bakery, part restaurant. So you'll be able to go in and get your sweet things, but still there'll be a restaurant component to it. Uh, so that's good that there's going to be another place to eat along the boardwalk. You know, yeah. um, that'll be good. Uh, guests to enjoy a bite along the water's edge. Uh, joining the other current food and beverage locations like the Boardwalk Ice Cream. So that's still staying. So if you want ice cream, go there. You want cake, go to the cake place. Now, just off the lobby, a new coffee bar with artisanal beverages and quick bites will be available to go in a newly refreshed seating spaces inside or outside. Now, my first thought was... The lounge, like you're thinking, right? It's got some outdoor seating. Belvedere Lounge. Belvedere Lounge. But then I'm thinking, you know, there's that gift shop right off the lobby that probably nobody really goes to because they probably go downstairs to the bigger store. So maybe because that is connected partially to that balcony, that big balcony they have off the lobby. So maybe they're going to put it there, you know, take some of that space there and then just hook it up to that balcony. That that would be the best thing because that Belvedere Lounge, first of all, that is my it's a gem. That's my, that's my spirit animal. Yeah. Um, but it's uh it's also such a great little place. Yes. And if you take that away, that whole resort doesn't have a specific bar area. You'd have to go downstairs to Abracadabra. To Abracadabra bar, and yeah. Abracadabra bar can only see about six people at a time. Yes. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that would be horrible if they got rid of the Belvedere Lounge. But yeah. the other thing that they could do is And here's the if, other thing too, John, that you have to think about too. If it is downpour rain, like we've had recently, do you really want to try to go outside to go to the Abigail Bar to get a drink? No. You'd be able to just go right inside to the lobby to the uh, Bellevue Lounge and grab your cocktail. Now, I know in the morning they serve coffee there. That's why kind of tipped me over. Well, maybe they're going to put it there. I hope they don't. I hope they don't. Yeah. I hope they're right. But go ahead. Well, if they're going to redesign the, the front lobby, I yeah. mean, I don't know what there is like in that wall behind the fireplace. The know, gift shop. The gift, well, I thought the gift shop was down a couple of doors. No, it's right behind it, that uh, fireplace with the oh, two ugly dude. chairs. I'd do that in a heartbeat because yeah, you've got the saying. whole sitting deck area out there. Yeah. That'd be great. That's right. You know, that's right. That's what I'd I'd go there. If we were so allowed to just go hang out at Disney Parks or Disney, uh, Disney resorts, resorts, yeah, I'd go there all the time. Yeah, yeah. But and if you've never been to Bellevue Lounge, go to the boardwalk. If you can, uh, go it's inside, go through the lobby doors to the right-hand side. There's a big grand staircase. It's just kind of tucked off in the back there. It's got a great little seating area, and all the old-fashioned radios play radio things from the 30s and 40s. Yeah. 
and you can listen to some interesting things. Yeah. Um, and you never know who you can meet there. I've had a very long, hour-long, sitting-on-the-couch conversation with Bob Gurr. Yeah. So uh it's great it's got they got some board games like yep. checkers and mm-hmm. chess that, that kind of thing yeah uh, it's a great sitting places i will say i would love if they would kind of redo the couches because the yeah. couches are kind of sinking sinking a little bit they, yeah. they're, they're, they're very well broken in yeah but you know that's the kind of place like in my mind like for those of you who don't know, I mean, I, I I love a good cigar, and I'd love to have like a little cigar lounge in my house. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I would would make mm-hmm. to have a bar, and then have a cigar lounge, have those like big high back leather chairs. Mm-hmm. And I love that, but that's that's the look that I'm going for in my yeah. head. Yep, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, in January of 2022, Disney rolled out an update to its Magic Band digital ID card system, adding details uh, regarding Disney Vacation Club membership and the individual's eligibility for DVC member perks. Over the last several years, Disney Vacation Club has changed the threshold for the number of points required to be eligible for owner perks, and that number currently sits at 150 points purchased directly from Disney Vacation Club. Ouch. Yeah. However, I think the first time I ever did DVC, it was 75. Yeah. However, the new digital ID card uh, was released, and it apparently failed to take into account many grandfathered owners. (laughs) Whoopsie. Mm. Uh, Owners with 150 or more points bought directly from DVC had their status promptly reflected, while others did not. The issue persisted for more than two months. However, Disney Vacation Club is currently in the process of updating members' digital cards to reflect the proper status. So if you're one of those people that it affected, Disney says they're working on it. Yeah. And it's interesting. Uh, most uh, shops and restaurants now don't want to see your physical AP card. They mm. want to see your digital AP card. Right. And uh, the places I went to recently are not even – if you show them your digital card, you don't have to show them your ID. Really? Because they're assuming you are who you are if you have that ID, but – I could have used my friend's phone. I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, Disney. Yeah. Be consistent. Kind of. Yeah. How, how dare you? Help. How dare you? Help us out. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, if you're looking forward to Tron, like the rest of us are looking forward to Tron, uh, it is getting close. It's getting to game time, my friends. Uh, mm-hmm. Disney put out a great video on their blog that you have to go see. It was on the blog. It was all over the internet. But the yep. Imagineering ride team, these are the people that make sure that the attractions are ride ready, is entering the next phase for Tron uh, Light Cycle Run. The Walt Disney Imagineering project team will soon celebrate a significant milestone on the construction of the Tron Light Cycle Run. Uh, as guests of the Magic Kingdom will be getting their first glimpse of the ride vehicles on the track. And you will be able to see them outside of the building, running with either nobody on it or dummies on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they begin the next phase of the ride testing, they will be, soon be starting the process known as the push-pull. Uh, this is where sections of a seven-vehicle uh, train are slowly moved through the entire track. 
One track is completely ready and trains will begin launching tests in incremental speeds with the team eventually working up to full speeds. And what the guy was saying, the reason they do this push-pull, so it's a push-pull, it's either it's being pushed or it's being pulled, the ride vehicle, obviously, that's mm-hmm. why it's called a push-pull test, but to make sure that they have all the right clearances, you know, so when there are humans on there, you're not hitting your head on, you know, crossbars or, you know the canopy or lights or yes things that would um well take your head off kill you (laughs) exactly matterhorn john (laughs) knuckles are still hurting from that (laughs) your your knuckles hurt when they say matterhorn (laughs) yeah pretty much the ache (laughs) um so once the track, all, right, uh, uh, all of this exciting progress will be visible to the guests in Tomorrowland. So if, if you're hanging around Tomorrowland, you're going to be seeing, uh, you know, Tron cycles <laughs> zipping past you uh, as the trains wait there, make their way uh, out of the launch zone and underneath the attraction's iconic uh, canopy. I don't think they're doing the launch yet. I think they're getting, they're just doing this push pull for now, but. You know, uh, the people mover, and I think that's why the people mover has become extremely popular late, because it gets a very good bird's eye view of uh, this attraction being uh, constructed. Right. So when trains start running, it'll be very hard to get on the people mover. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Very hard indeed. Yep. All right, kids, uh, April 20th, just around the corner, we are celebrating our special 10-year anniversary show. We are going to be live at 8 p.m. on Facebook and our YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. Uh, and we are going to have some special guests, uh, hopefully. And then, if you can't join us for that, on April 23rd, if you are in the area, whether you live here or or coming to town, we're going to have a special meetup over at Disney's Port Orleans uh, Resort at the French Quarter part in the Sassagoula Floatworks <laughs> Food Factory uh, at 2 p.m. And we are going to uh, have some beignets. That's the plan. So we can get in there. Down with it. Yeah. It's so, going to be great. So mark your calendars, come out, see us. You know, we'll have some fun. Uh, if you come and meet us live, we are going to have some prizes to give away and maybe we'll give some stuff away live on air too. So I got some swag we can get rid of. Mm-hmm. All right. Last week's trivia question was this, John, mm-hmm. which animated films, several of them films. were developed in the Disney's Hollywood studio in Orlando. So the park was actually a working movie studio. For a little while, yeah. 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 So do you know the three animated films, John? I do. There was uh, Brother Bear. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was Mulan. Mm -hmm. And uh, my personal favorite, Lilo and Stitch. That is correct. And we did not get one correct answer. (gasps) What? I know. Shame on all of you. Dudes. Shame, shame, shame. Shame. Shame, shame, shame. shame. Yep. All right. (laughs) On to this week's trivia question. <laughs> now that we're done so shaming you. Yes. Let's give you an easy one. Here's yes. a softball. Yeah. Last week was too hard. This is the softball you've been waiting for. Who composed the music for the movie Toy Story? If you know the correct answer, 
send it to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> is he the guy that's directing the new uh, Marvel movie? Wait, no, that's no, no. I think he's doing some uh, Nat Geo films. <laughs> yeah. So we, we did he's a doing story. Deadpool, I think. That's right. <laughs> we did a story. The guy that composes the music for like all the Marvel, excuse me, all the Marvel stuff, like the last Spider-Man, several, <laughs> several Spider-Man movies, Thor: Love and Thunder. He's done a ton of stuff. Like if I said his name, you would know it, but I don't want to say his name because I don't want to yeah. screw anybody up for the trivia. Uh, it's not the same guy, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he is directing a, uh, a, a, a one hour Halloween special for Marvel for Disney plus. It's like, bro, you've, you've scored a bunch of movies. <laughs> Why don't you just direct one? We're yeah. a little light on directors today. So here, go see what you could do. It's you. Here's, Here's $20 million. Go yeah. have fun. But you got to do both. You have to direct it yeah. and you have to score it. We can't afford to. That's right. Uh, throw all the money up in the air that you can. And anything that uh, that uh, lands on the floor, we're going to keep. But any... I'm just kidding. Uh, all right. <clears throat> New entertainment is coming to Tokyo Disney Resort during the 20th anniversary celebration. I can't believe they're uh, 20 years old. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, let's just go ahead and get started here. Uh, April 1st to June 30th. So this quarter, special event uh, is called Disney Easter, is returning to Tokyo Disneyland for the first time in three years, including the presentation of Usama on Usatama on the Run. Usatama links the two Japanese words Usagi, which means rabbit, and Tama, which means egg, uh, resulting in a wacky bunny-eared egg character <laughs> who joins the Disney friends on a romp along the park's parade route. Which is interesting because mm -hmm. I have a set of drums that I've been playing since I was a kid called Tama Drums, so I guess right. I'm playing eggs. Uh, also, April 1st to September 3rd, Shining With You is the new 25-minute entertainment program at Tokyo Disney Sea. In celebration of the park's 20th anniversary this year, the live performance takes place at Hangar Stage as performers present a journey across 20 years of unique entertainment and attractions that have made the park sparkle. Starting on April 1st, with no end date, the Jamboree Mickey Let's Dance will have youngsters up on their feet and dancing along with Mickey Mouse and his friends as they learn new moves while dancing with the Disney Pals. This 15-minute program takes place at the Theater Orleans in Tokyo Disneyland and at the Dockside Stage in Tokyo Disney Sea. April 1st through August 31st, a special Astro Hero Time version of Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters attraction at Tokyo Disneyland gives players increased attack power with their Astro Blasters, resulting in the chance for even higher scores than ever before. <laughs> Uh, from July 1st until August 31st, the Splash Mountain at Tokyo Disneyland also is going to be featuring a new version for a limited time with Get, Wex Ma Get Wet Max for a super soaking that will be especially appreciated with riders during the hot summer months. This, we're just going to shoot you with water cannons. 
September 15th through October 31st, it's the spooky season at Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Sea with a special autumn event, Disney Halloween. And November 8th through December 25th is Disney Christmas, which comes to both parks at Tokyo Disneyland, presenting an array of festivities for a uh, for Christmas fun uh, in the best Disney style and Tokyo Disney Sea immerses guests in a glittering world of Christmas. For more uh, information and the full calendar of events, please visit tokyodisneyresort.jp. Interesting. Yeah. It's got a lot of good stuff going on there. 20 years. Yeah. You know, for 50 years, we get a few attractions and... Yep. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. That's all you need. Yeah. We're a world destination. Yeah. We keep getting reminded that. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, this news broke the internet, I think, today. Um, this is hot off the press. Uh, apparently, I can't believe I'm saying this. A Toy Story hotel is going to replace Disney's Paradise Pier in Disneyland. To be honest with you, I'm shocked it took this long because the yeah. pictures of that place looks like it would be perfect for a Toy Story overlay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Paradise Pier Hotel Disneyland uh, report uh, resort may be facing replacement as uh, leaked images have revealed potential plans, including concept art for the Toy Story themed hotel. The first piece of concept art reveals a Toy Story Land esque porta cachere with building blocks supporting the pencil stations. Uh, a Luxo bowl light can also be seen overhead. Inside, uh, statues of uh, Buzz and Woody are the centerpiece of the remodeled atrium. Kites uh, featuring other Toy Story friends, such as Forky and Jesse, hang above, and murals can be seen in the background of Buzz's spaceship and can also be seen uh, over the elevator. The lobby carries on the theme, placing guests at the same scale as toys. A Scrabble ceiling hangs over the desks and seating areas. A couple of the check-in desks are shaped like Rubik's Cubes, and a red Luxo lamp can be seen nearby. Further beyond that is a whimsical archway, and colorful murals line the halls. Another piece of the concept reveals a Partysaurus Rex-themed bathtub splash play zone and a family swimming pool. Now, Tokyo Disney Resort is preparing for their opening of their new two-story hotel uh, in the spring, in addition uh, to one that already exists in Shanghai. Shanghai, Tokyo, now Disneyland. Maybe just have to wait. Maybe it's going to finally creep its way over here. Mm -hmm. uh, the last piece, or Tony's just going to Disneyland. <laughs> the last piece shows how the grounds and amenities of the hotel pool area would look with the new theme. The expansion of the current Disneyland Resort area encompassed the hotel and is rumored to include a version of Toy Story Land similar to the one here in Florida. So these plans were made pre-pandemic and now have been changed uh, through the aftermath. So stay tuned. Because I think more details will be rolled out once they finalize their plans. <clears throat> I'd have to look at a satellite image of the current mm -hmm. Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. But my question would be, if we could build a Star Wars themed hotel, mm -hmm. why can't we build a 
Toy Story Hotel. Yes, you can. They can. So at the studios near the Toy Story Lands and where the restaurant is going to be, there is still a four-story parking garage that could be demolished and made a hotel. And if that hotel had easy access to the park entrance, mm-hmm. like Disney's California Venture, you could charge whatever you want, Disney, for that hotel. Because I don't- because if it's, people could stay at a hotel and have easy access to the park, I think they would pay that premium. Yeah. However, I don't think they're going to pay the uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge premium. All right. That's not a premium. That's that's being locked highway in a robbery. Orange County jail cell. It's uh, highway robbery. Yeah. Yeah. But I think people would pay a premium for that let's, ability. Let's see here. First so. entrance to the park every morning. You walk out the lobby. Think, bump. So I'm looking. Yeah, not only that. I mean, you've got you've got a parking deck, and then you've got some ancillary buildings, mm-hmm. and then you've got a lot of opportunities there because there's, um, you know, I think they had the the buildings where they used to do the drive. Well, I guess that's where the hotel, the, the restaurant's going. Yeah. But you could literally have them up, walk. Yeah, through. so up front where uh, the Woody is, the Toy Story sign, that's where the restaurant's going right uh, next to that. So if that's on I the see. map, it'll be right next to that. Yeah. I think it'd be cool if we had that and then they could come in. Um, they literally could come in right there by the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> they come in through the restaurant just like they did over at uh, Animal Kingdom in uh, mm-hmm. the restaurant over there. Yeah, Rainforest uh, Cafe. Rainforest Cafe. Thank you. Yep. Now my brain's going to shut down. All right. And then uh, another piece of news we got here. Disneyland shares showtimes for the Main Street Electrical Parade and Disneyland Forever. Because, you know, reasons. It's recently announced that Main Street Electrical Parade and Disneyland Forever Fireworks Show would be returning this spring for a limited time. And now we know when. Mm-hmm. You'll want to be sure that you're caffeinated enough to stay in Disneyland parks late because the Main Street Electrical Parade will step off each night at 845 and again at 1030 p.m. Wow. Disneyland Forever will happen between will happen in between at 9:30 and on the weekends, uh, excuse me, at 9:30 on the weekends, Friday through Sunday for a limited time. This will mark the first time in forever, forever that the Main Street Electrical Parade has been in Disneyland since 2019. And while it will still feature a ton of fan favorite floats, there'll be a brand new ending inspired by Mary Blair artwork and classic parade floats. It will feature tons of recognizable Disney characters from movies like The Jungle Book, A Coco, Aladdin, and even Encanto. But we don't talk about Bruno. Disney still hasn't announced the showtimes for World of Color at Disney California Adventure, but we will definitely keep an eye out for any updates. All right. Sounds good. I uh, may have to plan a trip to Disneyland. I know, right? Sounds like they're calling your name. I know. I know. I hope it runs through Christmas because I'd like to go for Christmas. I'd like to 
kill those two birds with one stone. See, Disneyland at Christmas and the Main Street Electric I would like to see Disneyland and California Adventure Christmas, especially Toy Story. Uh, Cars Land. Cars Land. Ooh. But I also want to see the Christmas overlay for Haunted Mansion. Yes. That's, 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 that yes. would heal my soul, I think. Yes. Uh, all right, kids. How about a little headline? And now, the headline news. All right, first up, Encanto-inspired garden uh, debuted at the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. Listen, kids, they're going to milk this movie for everything they can possibly get out of it. I mean, it is up for several Academy Awards, so they're going to try and bank on that. And after it wins some awards, you're going to see more of it. Yep. Hey, bookings are now available for the Starlight Safari at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, this was, you know, the little safari you could take, you know, out there on the savannah. Uh, it is back, and they're taking reservations. Yep. Uh, starting on March 11th, the following experiences will now be added to your Disney Genie Plus service. Uh, at the Magic Kingdom, you're going to get Disney's Festival of the Fantasy Parade, because it's back. And at the studios, you're going to see Disney stars at the Red Carpet Dream. So that's Mickey, Minnie, and Olaf uh, character meet and greets. So you can now pay to see those. That's great. Uh, good for you. That's terrific. Uh, the Epcot Experience, that's the thing in the big round building by Mexico, if you've never been, uh, is permanently closing on March 14th. I'm assuming because they want to construct something of use there. Yeah, either that or they want to take away any <laughs> any shred of evidence that they were planning some really, really big stuff. Mm. And they're like, oh, we need to take that out. Yeah, it could be. Uh and as we just mentioned, fantasy of uh, the fantasy festival of the fantasy parade is back. If I speak in English, uh, the connections uh, store at Epcot—that's the old Mouse Gears area—is uh, getting a cafe, and it was originally planned, and they're sticking with their plan on this. And the signage went up, so it now has Connection Cafe. Is that taking place where the electric umbrella used to be? Umbrella, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think of that. I mean, it's not exactly the same area, but it's where Mm -hmm. it would normally be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Advent Health, the official healthcare provider at Walt Disney World, uh, broke ground the other day. They are now putting a new ER at the uh, Flamingo Crossings Town Center, and that is to help service all the college kids that do too much drinking. They'll have a hospital right across the street to take them to. So that'll be helpful. Just build a slide for them, the drunken slide for them right into the ER. (laughs) <laughs> no 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 it's not gonna be that it's gonna be the uh they're uh they're exhausted because yeah, they've been because they've been hours, working for 14 hours hour yeah with no water yeah that's what it's gonna be <laughs> no breaks <laughs> yes over you know skin burn third yeah. degree burns yeah being out in the sun <laughs> we're awful all right hey swan and dolphin <laughs> just dropped this little ditty uh 
Get ready. Food and Wine Classic is coming back, and it's coming to Disney World this year, November 11th and 12th. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah. So they are so excited. They're telling you in March. Yeah. Cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> Save up, kids. That's yeah. not a cheap event. No, it's not a cheap event. Uh, hey, Disney shareholders got an update about the Mary Poppins attraction and the Quinjet attraction. Uh, if you want more information, you can listen to Bob Chapik lie about it on the investors call. So is that OK? So I'm assuming that we're going to get the Mary Poppins attraction because we've got yes. the land and then uh, Marvel land, uh, land is going to get the yeah. Quinjet yeah. attraction. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see how this is. Yeah. Uh, he's saying that um, post-pandemic uh, funding has to come back in order for us to get these things. Good God, man! How much money can you squeeze out of this lemon? <laughs> well, there's lemon juice, and then there's your blood. We'll take both. <laughs> take both. Yeah. yeah. And we'll crunch, grind, and then we'll take the marrow out of your bones, and then we'll grind your bones down and sell the powder. Yep. Anywho, yep. sorry. Yep. Oh, Next up, uh, hey, Shanghai Disney really doesn't care. Uh, they partnered with McDonald's for a multi-year promotion. So apparently, maybe they're going to get the little fry shack back that we had. <laughs> but up, 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 you get French fries. fries. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad McDonald's is making its way back to Disney. I kind of I loved the fry place in the Magic Kingdom. It's one of my favorite places to go get a snack. Yep. Uh, anyway, hey, Disneyland Paris is no longer requiring vaccine passes starting today, and that's good for our friend Susan who's going tomorrow. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to Disneyland wow. Paris for a week. Good for her. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. Wow. So that'll be good. Uh, the Frontierland hoedown happening returns after two years of non-existence. So it is back in Frontierland in the Magic Kingdom. Check your time schedule for that. Please, God. Please, God. Please, God. Bring the hoop to do back. Please, God. Bring the hoop to do back. <laughs> They're working God. on it, John. They're getting there. They're getting there. Slowly but surely. And in some sad news, uh, Mary Poppins... Uh, production and costume designer uh, Tony Walton passed away at 87. Wow. And I believe he was married to Julie Andrews for a while as well. Wow. So, um, uh, I think I think I heard Len Testa talk about it. He's like his neighbor in New York City, Tony Walton. He had bumped yeah. into him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, he's uh, go check out his work, Tony Walton. He did a lot of interesting things. Go check out his uh, IMDb. Um, but eighty-seven, that's probably too well, early. Yep, too early. That's it, John. That's all the news I got. Well, if you'd like to find out a little bit more about us, you can always find us over at Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, all at Disney Parks Podcast. And then come on over to DisneyParksPodcast.com. It's where you'll find all of our show notes, our blog posts, and we've got some great article writers there helping you learn a little bit more about Disney. And you can also find some other great people that you can get in touch with, uh, people that we encourage you to use to help make your Disney vacation a little bit better. And you can always find our friends over at Destinations to travel by going to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash travel 
And if you'd like to show and you'd like to support us, the last thing that I would ask is you would please go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast, sign up today, get some extra content, get exclusive early content, like we post a show early so our Patreons can hear it a day before you guys can. And uh, there's also some really cool stuff too. So there's some video exclusive stuff that you can only get through the Patreon page. And we would love to see you over there. It helps us do some special things throughout the year and it's a great way to get to know some other disney friends from all across the world so go to patreon.com forward slash disney parks podcast and become a patreon today and for tony my name is park hopper john we are disney parks podcast and if we don't see you online we'll definitely see you in the parks the disney parks podcast is not affiliated with the walt disney company all Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through One upon